Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining us now, our Secretary of State, John Merrill, is back to talk about what's going on today with the midterms finally here. And the polls are open, so get out there and vote. John, good morning. Welcome in. Good morning, young man. Hope you're doing well. I am. I am. I appreciate you uh, joining me this morning. So much discussion about these midterms and will the the balance of the House shift over to the Republican Senate and Congress. And But let's talk about some specifics as people are getting up and getting moving this morning and voting in our state here. The polls are open now and they're open until 7 o'clock. Um, so first question, uh, if, if you are out and about and all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, um, I don't have my ID with me, or I never really had one. Do you have to have ID to vote in this state? What if you show up at a polling place and, oh, I lost my license. Can I still vote? Sure. you got a couple of options, JT. If you go to your polling place and you know two of the election officials that are working at the polls, then you can get them to sign an affidavit for you that they will have there at the polling place, all 1,980 polling places, that will enable you to have them confirm you're who you say you are, and then you can vote a regular ballot on election day today as if you presented your ID. Now, if you don't have that opportunity to interact with people who know who you are at your polling place, those election officials, then you can actually go to the board of registrar's office at your county seat, and they will produce for you a photo ID today that you can use today and go and vote. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. There's been a lot of discussion about voter ID around the country since 2020 election. Uh, You've worked and talked with a number of state legislatures, people involved in other states, and bringing back more integrity and sewing up any loose ends or closing any possibilities for fraud or election problems again. That was certainly a major discussion in 2020. How do you think all of that has gone since then as far as moving in the right direction? JT, I think it's going in the right direction. And the main reason for that goes back to 2020 when there are so many improprieties, irregularities, and inconsistencies that were introduced in the election process. People are not going to accept that again. So they're watching with a keen eye to make sure that things are done right and well in their state. That also requires certain changes to take place in the legislative bodies in their states. And they have demanded that, and they've seen it happen. We are very fortunate to have been the standard bearer for many of those changes to have occurred with best practice legislation that we have had that has been adopted by other states across the union that has enabled them to have a safer and more secure environment. And in their state, now they can have it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Yeah, yeah. When you've got a situation where there's, every time I go to vote where I vote, there's 3,000 signs just lined up everywhere. <laughs> Sometimes the candidates, you know, will pop in and out. Um, and and sure. as far as being close to where you walk in to vote, how much 
politicking and advertising and campaigning is allowed to go on. I, I, I think that if I were voting for this, you got to be 100 yards away from the, you know, the entrance to the facility. And yeah, I, but JT, the law says it's only 30 feet from I the know. entrance to the polling site. And so you have to understand that people can campaign, people can give out materials, uh, people can interact with the voters. Uh, there's some people that are actually serving food or they'll offer food for folks when they come to the polls. And <laughs> all those things are allowable according to state law. You get me a good sausage biscuit, you might change my mind. See, that's, that's a problem for me. I'd be voting the other way. Get them away. 100, 100, 100 yards away. All right, when we talk <laughs> about uh, the, the uh, different amendments that are on the bill or on the ballot this time, I think, what, there's 10 constitutional amendments now we're looking at? That's correct, JT. And my recommendation would be that the voters go to our website at alabamavotes.gov. They look at the Fair Ballot Commission's assessment of each one of those amendments. And it's written in layman's terms for a fifth grader to be able to understand and appreciate. And then they can make a well-informed decision and choice about where they stand on each one of those amendments. Some of them may be a little bit more comprehensive than others, but all of them have a purpose. And I will say this to you, uh, this is the first time that I can recall in many, many years, if ever, that I don't have a single amendment that I'm opposed to. And I would recommend that every voter give them full consideration and offer their support for uh, successful pass- passage of that amendment. So you're saying a yes vote on all 10 of them? Yes, sir. Okay, so th- this does change the Constitution, and there are some things in there that j- should not be in there. Are there other amendments that are not constitutional that are on the ballot, or does that include them all? No, there are some, JT. Most notably, I remember one that impacts Tuscaloosa County. There's another one that impacts Jefferson County uh, that is about a uh, a sewer, uh, water okay. and sewer project that indicates that those counties that have those private water and sewer facilities mm-hmm. have to come under the jurisdiction of the Public Service Commission. And that's going to require a constitutional amendment, but I think it's well worth consideration. It needs to be done to keep these rogue private owners from doing what they want to do. Right. All right. So once again, where can people go to get the amendments explained in layman's terms? Sure, alabamavotes.gov, and then look at the report on our website from the Fair Ballot Commission. All right, very good. And when people go to the uh, polling places and they want to cast their votes, they can go in with those sample ballots. Can they go in with notes they take, for instance, if they wrote down some things about those amendments and which way they want to vote? And They can take those things in there with them as long as they leave with them, right? Absolutely, JT, and we encourage that because we want our voters to be well-informed and well-educated and prepared. All right, very good. AlabamaVotes.gov for everything you need to know today. I appreciate you, John Merrill. Thank you very much, buddy. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.